Welcome to the True Masculine Project. My name is Eric. I'm your host and fellow student on the path of masculinity. On this show, we will discuss personal development and masculine principles so we can be the best men that we can be. If you are new to the show, welcome, and you may want to head on over to the intro episode. Uh, describes the format and a little bit more about what we want to cover here. And for the rest of us, on to the show. Hey there, fam, and welcome back to the third part of the Attraction and Dating series. Um, if you, that's right, I said third, so if you did not hear the first or the second, in this, uh, you want to go back and listen to those first. Otherwise, you're just going to be lost. And we left off talking about um, building attraction. And this episode is going to be more into like the nitty gritty um, of what to do, sort of tactical examples to give you something to work with. Um, like I said, you're going to want to have taken care of some of the previous things we covered, like having an interesting life to begin with and a friend group, because those are going to be important. But let's get started. Um, we'll deal with in-person things here in a second, but I want to start with online profiles um, because one, you should have one or a couple of these depending on which websites you think are interesting. And two, they allow you to sort of flirt and funnel more opportunities, women into your life without um, needing to actually be out in a social situation. The following advice is for like the Bumble, Hinge, Tinder model where you and someone else will have matched. So let's start with the most important part of the profile, and that is going to be the pictures. Your first picture, the one that uh, people see whenever they first come to your profile, needs to be of you and not a selfie, preferably in doing an activity. And uh, if you don't have any friends, I feel like you need to make some friends before you even get to this. But have a friend take a photo somewhere if you don't have a recent photo. And yes, all photos need to be recent. If you don't look like what's in the photo, uh, that's going to be no bueno when she shows up and you're 10 to 15 pounds heavier than what's in the photo. Now, you could have taken this photo out with the boys one night, but it needs to be clear of you. That way people can see your full body in it and know that this is the person that they would be meeting if they went to swipe. From there, after you get the first photo taken care of, you need to have a couple photos with you and some friends out doing some things. That way she can see that you have friends and you're not some weirdo trying to meet people on the internet who doesn't have any friends. Obviously having no friends is a big red flag because if no dudes like you, uh, that's going to be a little bit of a concern for a woman to just meet you out somewhere. Um, Cause as we talked about the, there's more danger in a woman meeting someone that she does not know than a man. Now, feel free to, in fact, I encourage it, that you put some personality in your photos. This is where you can really stand out. If you like to make a lot of jokes and you like to have some fun and good time, do some silly things in the photos. Uh, this way you can show a little bit of your personality. And this also gives her a conversation start point. And I guess just as a heads up, women aren't going to put a lot of effort into these conversations because frankly they don't need to uh every dude is swiping some don't even bother to look at the woman's profile or to see if they even find them attractive or interested uh they're going to be getting a lot of attention on these apps and you're going to want to stand out a bit um, and be able to carry a little bit of a conversation but we'll get to that so you need to actually fill out some of the text information you don't need to put things that you don't like you just don't bother to swipe on these women this also means that you need to read their profiles. If you have deal breakers, you need to check to see if they have anything listed 
in the photos or text that's going to be a no from you or if you find something if you figure something out in conversation that's going to be a deal breaker for you and you'll know that based on defining what you want and what you don't want in a partner then you can just exit the conversation you haven't met them in person so there's no need to be like you said the magic word goodbye like peewee's playhouse you just exit the conversation uh, it's not that big a deal hey i don't think this is going to work out uh, it was been nice meeting you if she says something bitchy afterwards ignore it it doesn't matter you're never going to see this person and just move on in the text itself um, i liked to put something that i thought was funny so back in the day i used to use like third or second in the world cuddling championships as just a random interesting point obviously there is no cuddling championships or at least not one that i've ever participated in but you don't want it to be just facts right this is about having a good time you want to show a little bit of your personality you are going to have to try and stand out a bit more to get the swipe just because of the amount of dudes that women are going to be seeing and engaging with on these um, apps and you're going to want to be able to hold attention um, and interest long enough to get her interested to meeting you in person okay so you've built your profile you have some photos that are clear of you smiling and having fun with friends and activities unless you really love fishing for the love of god no fish photos unless fishing is a big part of your life you've answered some questions or filled out some things about you and what you're sort of looking for depending on the type of app and you have been swiping and you have finally gotten a match now um, you probably want to go back and look at her profile again because you've probably swiped on a lot of profiles before this lady swiped back on you and your introduction or your response to her high if this is like a bumble type thing where the woman has to go first should incorporate something off of her profile that you saw and thought was interesting um, you're going to want a jump off point and this isn't so that you can copy paste it and post it to reddit like look how fucking funny i was but you actually thought this was interesting and you want to see what she has to say about it a little bit of witty banter now because you both matched you could assume that there's some level of attraction here or she could just be doing it for the lulls, some sort of ego boost you never really know but at the end of the day i would just go ahead and assume that there was interest and then just let her show that she's not interested uh from there now once the conversation has been going a little bit it is up to you to move this thing to in person i would maybe go back and forth maybe five or six sort of texts about you know i say something i think is funny we might talk about some general interests i have some light conversation topics that i like she seems interested hey would you like to meet for a date on x date um doing y thing something public uh with preferably with a bunch of people around at least to start the night that way she can see that hey you know if this doesn't go well i can always just exit and you can't do anything weird because there's going to be a ton of people around the public place is important you want to remove any sort of hesitation she may have just based on the initial location of the meet now this would have required you to have done some ground research about things to do in your area and for you to have some actual interests so if you like jazz music you want to take her to like a jazz bar uh preferably something that you could talk because the goal here is to get to know her or if you have any barcades or bowling i think all of those are good you're going to want activities where it is going to be easy to initiate touch and i'll get into why that's important um, in the future once we get to things to do in person but it is up to you to move the date 
to a location. Please do not put it back on her saying that, hey, would you like to go out sometime? No, you need to pick a date. Do not offload all of the planning onto the woman. That's not being nice. You're just being lazy. Uh, take some direction. Dudes complain that women are bitchy and won't let them lead, but then they don't take the opportunities to lead when they present themselves. So she seems interested. Go ahead and say, hey, would you like to meet on X date doing Y thing? If she says no and does not offer a alternative, like, hey, I can't make this day work, but what about this day? Then she was probably not interested, and I would just move on to a new person, especially, I mean, dealing with Tinder or whatever. There's just too much going on to be chasing some woman you haven't met in person yet, and it can be hard to break through the noise. So don't take any of these things seriously, um, even less seriously than a number you got in person because you haven't met, there's zero real interest on her side yet or real investment on her side yet. If she doesn't want to meet, she was probably never going to want to meet. Just move on. You can try one more time uh, if you were really interested just to see, like maybe she's just being shy or something and didn't want to propose an alternative date. And you can, you know, go for a second time. But imagine if you were if you were some like super famous movie star. If you picked a date and she was interesting, she would make it work for that guy because she was interested. And if she could not make it work, she would offer an alternative. So if she's not willing to do that, she was probably not interested. And don't let the lack of matches get you down. It's just an unfortunate uh, point being on the internet, and because a lot of communication is done through body language in person you don't have that to go on generally the more stereotypical like uh, attractiveness you are like six feet plus or you know chiseled jawline muscles obviously not like bodybuilder muscles but you look like you're in shape the closer you are to that standard look the more swipes you're going to get uh, the further are you away from that the harder it's going to be to find matches online like i said we covered some of this in the demographics episode is just something to be aware of this is also why online swiping should not be your sole source of meeting new women um, unless you are just stereotypically attractive and the dominant race in your area, in which case you'll probably have less issues um, even then though you should still be approaching uh, whenever you're out in public. Because if you can't talk to flirt face to face, then it doesn't matter how good you are online. Uh, it's not going to make a difference in terms of you actually forming any meaningful relationships. A couple more things that I have about online before you move to in person is that one, you can offer to pick her up, but she's probably going to want to be you out there somewhere. And that's okay. Uh, she doesn't know you after all. It may not want you to know where she lives before she actually gets to know you. And point two, it's like, remember what we talked about is that women are going to polarize towards a not sexually interested very quickly if you do not make moves. And this is going to be even more important when you meet a woman online. All right. So approaching women in person, um, it's going to be vitally important that your body language is on point. The moment you enter the venue or if you're walking down the street, you don't want to be slumped over and then try to fix it once you see her. Um, if you see her and it's and you've been slumped over, she's probably already seen you and it is too late to fix it. And you don't want to have to dig yourself out of a hole um, because remember, she's going to be checking, at least on an evolutionary basis, not logically. Where is this guy in the social hierarchy? Would he be able to take care of my children in a hunter gatherer sort of scenario? Is he at the bottom of a tribe? Right now, people don't think that logically. 
but this is sort of the the dance because remember we want two separate things so you need to smile big before you go to approach if you have a beard or any sort of facial hair the larger your smile will need to be and like we talked about on the body language episode the smizing is important that's how you tell a real smile from a fake smile is that the corners of the eyes will wrinkle um, and we've talked about body language sort of resources in previous episodes please go back to listen to those if you have not heard those and do not know what i am talking about now it is super important not to startle her on your approach so nothing weird behind the back uh she needs to be able to see you coming big smile eye contact so she knows that you are talking to her now the more out of place it is for you to be talking to her the more you're going to be um, the more direct the more obvious you're going to have to be and the more uh startled or like resistance she may put up and up front i know that sounds bad but i mean like verbal resistance so she may be kind of interested but if you caught her on the way to work uh you were never going to get anywhere because she wasn't expecting to stop to talk to someone and may not have time to talk to you now if you caught her in a more relaxed mood where she's like hanging out or about to go sit at starbucks for a while and do something she may have time um and she's like sort of interested because you approached her and you let her know what your interests were hi my name is eric I thought you were cute and wanted to get to know you. Done. You don't have to open with some fancy line. Um, it doesn't have to be all over the place. And obviously things will change um, depending on the context. That's just some generic thing if you saw somebody walking down the street in the middle of the day. Now, um, given how blatantly obvious that is, if she's got a boyfriend or is not interested, you'll probably get the no right there. Um, that's fine. This way you're not wasting time with someone that didn't want the same things that you want and you can just move on. If she's not doing anything, she might just say like, oh, okay, thanks, and then just stand there. It is going to be up to you to carry a conversation to be interesting enough uh, for her to open up. Remember, you started this conversation, so don't put it on her to carry the conversation. And like we talked about any conversation tactics, we aren't going to question chain, train, we're going to use the conversation formula so you're going to have things that you think are interesting sort of locked and loaded these are going to be light fluffy things and you're going to move off to the side that way uh, you can let some of the stress dissipate between the two of you um, you know the general uh, unwariness of two people who don't know each other meeting for the first time okay so for clarification purposes we're going to break how a conversation tends to flow into different sections what we just covered was called the opener and before we move on um, i want to summarize some things and then make a couple of points if you are getting rejected on the open of every conversation that you go to start then you probably have a problem either a with your body language so please make sure that you walk around with good posture your clothes fit like the generic basic things need to be down here this is going to make your life a whole lot easier you know you brush your teeth you took a shower real basic stuff here part two is that maybe your intent is off than what you were doing so you walked up to her and asked her what the time was or some stupid shit like that she knows that you weren't there for the time um, and frankly you're wasting her time asking her what the time was unless you legitimately needed the time but your body language will betray you through like micro movements and things of that nature where she can tell that you want to ask something or say something but you aren't doing it and because they you're, you're going to be lacking in congruency here so the words that are coming out of your mouth 
or not matching your body language, it's going to come across as weird. And she's just going to say no, right? Because it's safer not to deal with a new person than to give a new person the benefit of the doubt. So you need to be on point uh, with those couple of things there. And also you might run into something here. Um, what anybody who's been in sort of like pickup communities has been uh, heard called the shit test. So basically what this is, and these are good, by the way, women do not test uh, guys that they're not interested in. And this is once again, a thing to see sort of where you are in relation to her in the social order. Now, if she subconsciously feels based on your body language, because status is going to be important, that you are a little bit above her or where she is, then you may not get these right. Unless you're like, unless she thinks that you're way above or you give off some sort of player vibes and you're going to get a lot of them. So just be aware of that. Well, this is the sort of poking, prodding, teasing, joking thing that women will do with men. Uh, the key here is to not take any of this shit seriously. For example, if she says, do you do this to every girl that you see? Um, a, an easy one is, sure, only on Wednesdays, right? With the smile on your face. Uh, she knows what you're there for. Now the context of the conversation is clear. And you just keep talking like she didn't just say it. And she'll continue to say there, right? Um, the important thing is not take any of this shit seriously. It's not like we're solving cancer here. You're just trying to see if you're interested in someone, if she's interested in you. So the introduction summary, big smile, good body language. You walk up to someone, hi, uh, my name is Eric or whatever your name is. I thought you were cute and wanted to get to know you or you know some other thing that you think sounds more like something you would say. You want everything to be congruent to you, uh, to sound natural to you. Now, from there, if she's not remotely interested, this will be the end of the conversation, and that's okay. If she's neutral, which is where most women will be, then she'll just sort of be like, okay, and then sort of stand there and wait for you to continue the conversation. Uh, so that is the opener. Now, like I said, it's important to then change your body language position so that you guys are standing next to each other, or at least at, um, let's call it 45 degree angles, not face-to-face -face directly, like um, you're in a job interview that this is going to build a lot of tension now there is a place for tension in conversations with women and we'll talk about that but it is not at the start of a conversation you want to build comfort at the start and then you can work sexual tension uh, later down the line now i have a big thing about breaking the touch barrier on my introductions but i would tend to do it maybe after uh, scratch the after part. It really depends on the, the setting that I'm meeting them in. So if I'm out at a club or a bar or a party situation, I'm going to break the touch barrier during the opener using something basic like a high five or um, a cheers. You want to, like if you're remotely interested, you want to show that you desire her and that one, you have a penis and you're willing to use it. And the easiest way to do that is to break the touch barrier. Um, you're going to have to touch her at some point anyway if you plan on kissing her or anything else. And the longer you wait to do it, the more awkward it's going to be. It's better to just get that stuff out the way um, at the start of a conversation. Now, if you approach someone in the middle of the day, your mileage may vary with a high five because it's a little out of the ordinary. Uh, you could do like a quick touch to the hand or the elbow. Now, if you're not used to touching people when you talk to them, this is going to seem a little out of the ordinary. You need to get used to touching women in conversations because you can fix a lot of your weird conversational faux pas stuff with just doing a, a, a good enough job in the physicality portion 
of, of meeting women. This is also why you want to be standing next to them, like two friends who have known their, their entire lives together um, when you first meet a woman, because this allows for easy touches in places that are really socially safe. That shows that, hey, I'm willing to break the touch barrier, uh, you know, shoulders, elbows, without it being super weird for you to reach all the way across directly in front of you to touch her. That seems like you like made a blatant attempt to do so. Um, I mean, that's fine. It's just uh, a little smoother to work into conversations when you don't have to do it from so far away. Okay, so we are now leaving the introduction and we are moving the introduction slash opener and we are moving into like the mini discovery phase. So you have given your opener and she has not rejected you. Congratulations. We can uh, now see if we even like her in the first place. Oh, and uh, pro tip, the longer you wait to approach a woman, especially at nighttime or anything, the more excuses you're going to come up with in your head and reasons not to do it. If you look over and she seems like she'd be interested, just go up and talk to her. Uh, you just need to get in the habit of acting before you can allow the fear to get into your head. But in any case, you have said hi, whatever. She has not rejected you. Rejoice, my friend. Now we move into like a mini sort of discovery phase. Now she is still trying to figure out um, like if she could trust you, sort of why you're there. Um, if you're going to be a cool guy that she wants to hang out with, uh, she's available, right? And finds you at least decent enough to give you a shot. Um, so from here, do still don't expect her to really put a lot of effort into the conversation. You're going to need to carry it, which is why we talked about the conversation formula. And you need to ask questions that you are actually interested in to divulge some information if you guys are going to click. So like I'll, I'll use my example of music. I'll ask people about top five artists or some random pop culture. Music is an easy one to go with because who doesn't like music? And it's an important thing to me. You should have your own important things but you'll start with that. Now remember, um, because you're speaking to a woman, the emotional context is going to be important. So if I say I like this type of music, I'm going to explain why I like it. Um, you know, the beat's really nice. It, I get sort of the the chills with the crescendo of, the, of a drop or whatever if you're talking about electronic music. The point is you want to give some deeper meaning outside of, hey, I like this music because I like this music. Um, you're not talking to a guy here, so you don't need to be as fact and figures. Go ahead and open up and express yourself a little bit. Now, uh, when she responds, remember, if she gives any more information over a basic sort of response, we want to acknowledge that and use some of that response in our um, reply. So say you're big in the travel and you just came back from a hike somewhere. You might mention, hey, I'm real big in the outdoors. I like to hike. Have you ever been hiking? Or do you have any interest in um, outdoor activities? Uh, most women these days are big into hiking or you know kayaking or something. And if you get no, you get a no, then you can move on to, okay, well, what do you like to do with spending your time with? Or if you can go anywhere, enter a place here. Um, if she doesn't have any idea, uh, generally people know where they want to go. And like building a vacation in your head is something fun to talk about. So that should build a conversation. Um, she might just be a dud, frankly, from there if she can't answer that question and you might need to move on. But if she says, oh, I was someday I want to go to England, uh, you, you might want to reply with, oh, England, um, insert random fact that you know about England. If you've been there before, feel free to mention it at this point. But then you want to ask her why um, England is important to her. Now, the, the big thing here is that you didn't move from question to question. You had a statement 
and you acknowledge the fact that she actually answered your question with some more information than that was just surface level. Now you make it a surface level response. Uh, you, you might just have to sort of dig in here. Don't uh, eject out of a conversation early. Sometimes you're just going to have to stand there and let her walk away or reject you, right? Um, it's going to feel a little nerve wracking, especially if this is your first time getting used to doing this. Uh, so stick the conversation out. Like you've already done the hard part, which is walking up to her and saying hi, and then she was actually willing to give you a chance to talk. Do not bail just because you have to get her to open up a little bit. Uh, you don't know what her history is like because you haven't gotten there. Just be a little bit uh, more patient there. Now, from a, once you get to having a little bit of a back and forth, and by the way, using people's, uh, what they say, the emotional content is how you can talk forever without having to plan a bunch of stuff to talk about. Once you get a little bit of back and forth and you've asked her enough of your screening questions to figure out that this type, this is the type of girl that you like based on what you wrote earlier. So like if you like women who like to travel or outdoorsy or things that are important to you, insert whatever here. And you've asked questions around this sort of topic and she's given you the hint that she's interested in that, then we can move on to scheduling a date. If you are already out in a party situation, I would deal with the phone number later. I only ask for the phone number once I realize that we aren't going to be going home together or I need to leave, right? So if we met in the middle of the day and I'm going to have to reconnect with her later because we were both in the middle of doing something, get the phone number then. Only if she seemed actually interested, right? If there's no bonus points for just having somebody give you a number or if you prefer Snapchat or Instagram or whatever, whatever medium is easiest for you to see her again in person. Now, um, like I said, don't ask for it if you're not interested. So if you went through a couple screening questions and you decided, ah, this is not for me, then just politely exit the conversation. Don't ask for a number that you're not going to use. Uh, it's just sort of rude, right? And if she didn't seem like she was interested, so like she was just sort of standing there and didn't really start to expand in the conversation, especially after you brought up some, a couple of interesting topics and she had nothing to say, then I would just assume that you guys didn't have a match and I would move on from there. We are going to skip the sort of one night uh, stand slash close situations because those just sort of flow naturally. You meet somebody at a place, you guys talk and connect. She decides to leave her friends and then come hang out with you at a, your house or apartment or whatever. Um, those are a little bit more rare. Generally what's going to happen is you're going to meet somebody out. She is not going to leave her friends because that's a big move for a woman to make. And you're going to schedule something out in the future, which is totally fine. So get the number. I always text immediately like, hey, this is Eric with a smiley face or something silly. Um, you can make a joke here and then um, tell her that you, you it was nice meeting her and that you'll contact her soon. Okay, so from here, um, like after you sent the initial text, I probably would not text again for one to two days before trying to restart the conversation. Now this can be sort of dangerous depending on frankly how hot the girl is because if a ton of dudes sort of walk up to her between her interaction with you um, and you trying to plan a second date, one, she may not remember you because that's just how many dudes that may be approaching this woman, or two, her emotional state is going to be different. So when you met her and you were out the first time, she was like, hey, this guy's kind of cool. And she was really into sort of go with it emotionally. If you contact her a couple of days from now and she's had a rough day at the office and she didn't, she doesn't remember really liking you that much, uh, then it's going to be hard to get her out again. So flakes are going to happen. That's okay. Uh, this is also why we only really ask for women's phone numbers that we think 
are interested. But uh, let's go with the fact that you text her like a day or so after and she responds and you guys have a conversation. Do not try to build an emotional connection with a woman via text if you have just met her. This is like the biggest mistake ever. It does not work. You need the in-person body language to build a true connection. Um, like you're not trying to build some pen pal here and you can't sleep with her, which let's be honest here is going to be ultimate goal before you decide you want to be in a relationship with nine out of 10 dudes. So my texts once um, I've met somebody in person are pretty boring and are frankly for logistical purposes only. So I'll, uh, you know, send some sort of joke. Hey, remember me? Smiley face. Uh, you can send some sort of picture if you want. You'll have some personality and you want to work that in because you want things to be congruent to you. She'll uh, reply if she's interested at all. You go back and forth a couple times and then it's the same thing like we talked about when meeting women online. Schedule a date. You know where you want to go. Pick a day. As far as days goes, not all days are created equal for dates. So it is my opinion that you want to try the middle of the week, like a Wednesday, Thursday, or good date days, Friday or Saturday, if she's going out with friends, are going to be really hard to pull a woman away from that for a first date for some dude that she just met. And then Monday is like the first day back at the office. Um, so you want to sort of aim for the middle of the week. And uh, wow, this is a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be. So we're going to summarize and then we'll get into actual date uh, behavior and then maybe some sort of closing techniques on the next one. So the you've gotten through the intro of a conversation. You pivot off to the side and you guys are talking. If you want to accentuate a joke, you should uh, oftentimes it's a good time to touch her. So on the shoulder, on the elbow, real light, friendly taps. You want to open with with some touching, some physical contact, either like a high five or a cheers. You want to break the touch barrier early and often. The more willing you are and comfortable to show her that I'm comfortable with sex in my body, the more comfortable she's going to be with sex in her body. If you are putting up some physical wall because you don't want to touch her, then she's either A, not going to know if you're really interested because women can be just as dense as dudes, or um, B, you got to talk your way into your pa inner pants. It's just much easier to, do, uh, to add some physicality to it so you can cover up some of the faux pas that you make. Now you guys have been vibing for a bit, going back and forth. You've built some scenarios in your head. You guys may be married and talking about some trip to Bermuda you would like to take and what you want to do on this trip. Uh, doesn't matter, but the point is you guys have been vibing a little bit, and this is not a scenario where you guys are going to leave and spend the night together somewhere later. You get the phone number, you text immediately, one, to confirm that it's a real fucking number, and two, that so that she remembers you, and then you follow up with her and plan a date. Um, on the next episode in the series, we'll talk about good date locations, date type behavior, um, and then the, the finish out the rest of the conversation from there. So I love you guys. Uh, be good to each other, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for hanging out with me on the True Masculine Project. Please like, rate, and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. Uh, if you want to interact with the show, you can catch us on Instagram at true, T-R-U-E, MP underscore podcast. See you next time.